Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Plus minus. Curry, way downtown. Tim Kawakami deserves all the credit there. <laughs> Plus minus. Tell Marcus that he asked you know, that question about my defense. You hear that, Marcus? Anthony, you know me well, buddy. I have a great night. I think he got the highest plus minus in the season in NBA history. Hello and welcome to a Warriors Plus Minus edition, 15 and 16 edition. Got blown out by a Heat team that had, well, they have two two-way guys, a rookie, a second-year guy, Jovic, who has not done anything in the league yet. Um, bad lit loss. Lit up by Jamal Kane. Lit up by Jamal Kane. One of the things, I mean, this season has gone haywire in various spots multiple times. Um, but one thing that hasn't happened a ton, like they haven't really been getting blown out. They've been blowing big leads, screwing up at the end of games. But, like, you know, blown out by this Heat team at home after two days off to start a seven-game home stand that felt important. No Jimmy Butler, no Caleb Martin, no Kyle Lowry, by the way, which maybe played a part in the low-energy Warriors effort. But, yeah, I think this was, you know, it's, what is it, short attention span. I Maybe I'm just not thinking back long enough, but I think this was the worst Warriors game of the season, just given the context of it, who they were playing. They okay. want to get to this new, you know, level. They want to show this on this homestand, and they did not play well. They, in fact, played really poorly. I want to nominate the game in Sacramento where the in-season tournament was on the line. They blow the 24-point lead. Two guys get injured. The Draymond, like, blow up on the bench. It was, uh, you know, or the Phoenix lost when they lost their power forward indefinitely. And uh, But Clay but Thompson gets benched. Yeah, yeah. Basketball-wise... Who played good for the Warriors tonight? I Moses Moody, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, Trace Jackson Davis had a double double. Yeah, but he also like missed yeah, how many yeah. bunnies underneath there. Um, just a bad game. I mean, you know, and Steph did not shoot the ball well at all. Three of fifteen. Yeah, Clay did not play well. Minus twenty six, and John Kaminga was minus twenty six. Maybe the worst Kaminga game of the season. And you know that ties in a lot of things like that. All these decisions they got to make. And they put Kaminga out there, and their fans are clamoring him to play, and he was just terrible tonight. And and kind of set the tone with, with six turnovers in the first half. Marcus Thompson, worst loss of the season? Nah, it's up there though. But there's candidates. Yeah, there's definitely there's definitely some candidates. But to me, this is just like they didn't have it. it to me, they they didn't have it at all. They had nothing. So I kind of get it. It feels like they do this a couple times a year. To me, the games they had, it just gave away. Well, this is what makes this one worse because, like, you can, if you're coming into this game at 19 and 12 or, you know, 20 and 11, then, like, it's a bad loss that we write about, but it doesn't feel as existential, right? Uh, where the- it's also Miami, though, right? This is what Miami does. They match up well, you know. 
they make threes, they play defense, they hustle, they got wings. They're like Miami gives them problems. That's just kind of what Miami does, and we've seen teams do this to them. I mean, they they couldn't make any threes, so they're cooked in that situation. Yeah, so they went eight to thirty-two from three. Uh, it's a stat from Daryl Arata, but this is the first time this season they've been under ten made threes, and they were the only team that all like. They've gone 33 straight games, I think, dating back to last season with at least 10-3. So, yeah, that's part of it. Like, they just did miss shots. Um, Miami zoned at times, which gave them them issues. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think Miami was tougher than them. I mean, not a surprise that Miami would be tougher than them and not a, a scrambling Miami without their best player and, and, and other key sporting players. But I think that's a big-picture problem with this team. Like, when another team is just going to scrap – are the Warriors going to scrap back? I mean, Pajemski will try. I know he said in the post game that he blamed himself for not having the energy. He was, you know, I don't know how much more he could have done. Moses Moody was scrapping, and then everyone else was kind of staying around. And I think that is, I keep saying there is a larger kind of echo here of this. Is t- the team's got a lot of like wings who aren't scrapping this season. Andrew Wiggins, for sure. I don't know that Clay can really scrap anymore. Kaminga in and out and and who knows and like those are the three players that are going to decide the season have already basically decided a lot of the season and to get beat straight up just on energy just on will just on i'm going to pull this ball away from you period uh you know sort of illustrative of a lot of things and if the warriors can't summon now summon it now, when they're like really trying to hit the pedal down and they're staring at the trade deadline and we know the roster issues, you know, it's not the end of the world, but it's the end of, it's the end of a kind of a like the hope that they could just hit the button and blast off. They probably can't do that this season. Well, that's also where you feel the, the absence of a good Draymond Green. He can scrap. That guy can scrap. Um and G- Gary too, yeah. you know, and, and but the problem for for them, I think, with Gary Payton, it's like you know how does the body hold up with the way he plays and and what it's been through the last several years, and then obviously the question with Draymond is like, c- can you ever again for the Warriors in the NBA expect a scrappy, you know, kind of grimy Draymond Green who's willing to do things that at times now have them in the league's crosshairs. But if not, then, yeah, this team doesn't have that level to get to because the guy who's always got them to that level cannot even be allowed to do it anymore. Or if he does, then he might lose him for the whole season because he hits somebody. Like, that's where they are with Draymond. I just don't think they're counting on Draymond anymore. I don't think they can count on Draymond. Whatever you get from him the rest of the season or whatever is going to be a bonus. The other thing we keep running into, okay, if it's Draymond and GP2, then who are you not playing? Because they already got too many players, so well, uh, we can we can get yeah. to that. Maybe the guys who were minus twenty six. Well, <laughs> I got in trouble for saying stuff like that on the podcast earlier this season. So you go ahead and keep well, saying it. I have a question: Was Steph Curry benched tonight? Nah, I, I would say he got he got uh, what what you call it? he's spared. He was spared tonight. That's, that's a good <laughs> word. I would say because with about six minutes left, he you know they're down like eighteen. He goes to the bench. You're like, hey, is this the white flag moment? But, but you're like, started the we started the fourth. Yeah, that was so the like thing. If but I mean, at that point of the game, it's yeah, like, I, yeah, I think it's a point. Like I think Kirk just said, it's not. It's he doesn't have it, so I'm not going to keep pushing him. You yeah. know, it's not a benching. It's a, yeah. it's not there. This game isn't there. Steph isn't there. If anyone else can go out there and you know narrow this gap, it'd been interesting. Like they get it down to six. With a minute, do they, does he put Steph back in? 
maybe, maybe not. I don't, I don't know. But I don't I think, think it was a back. I don't think he does. I think yeah, because then not. it's like that group yeah, must yeah, have been playing not. incredibly yeah, well. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't say it was a benching. I would just say it wasn't working. And you know, or he had already played thirty-two minutes because he started the fourth. Like, do you want to just keep? You want to exhaust him when he was? He doesn't have it. You know, it, it was something. But you know, Clay was sitting too. By the way, so was it a benching of Clay, or was it just like he didn't have it? You know, I think, I think that's <laughs> which is um, like. The, it's just interesting because, like, yeah, I would say it was like Clay. You're not going back in because you're, you know, which he's done. He did in Phoenix. Minutes for Clay, twenty five. Yeah, that's like that's not a lot. Yeah, that's not a lot. But they got blown out, so that, yeah. I think it was a lot more of a white flag thing than anything. It's like, why push him if you don't have it? But you know, Chris Paul was out there. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. It wait. It's not yeah, like he went to the Corey Joseph Letcher yeah, Quinones. Right. Like they were still trying to chase down a win. They were trapping. He was calling timeouts. Like they were trying to get back in. Hey, it. I'm I'm okay if you call it a benching. I'll go. It's, it's juicy. Steph well, got bitch. There we go. I, I, I do need a post game yeah, angle. Yeah, and, and Kerr might not mind because you can say, "Hey, see, I I'll see, I Steph, I Steph, bitch, Steph, you Like, you'll see anybody can get benched. Uh, Steph did not have it. I, I don't know. I mean, you're going to keep asking about is it? This is a fatigue time for him because he did not play, did not shoot well last game. Uh, it's, he's minus forty uh, plus minus over the last two games yeah, combined. I mean, he's he's carried a lot of the load. We know that he's been fantastic. Sometimes it just happens. You're not going to play fantastic every game. You're not going to shoot the ball. But he had some shots that were not hard that he was not making. Uh, and he, it, it felt like, you know, the, the shooting stroke was not there as smooth as – I don't know. It's, I mean, it looked a little different. Yeah, this didn't look good. So maybe he's a little fatigued. I don't know what you do about that because he has to play. It's not like he can take games off. You need to win these games. Oh, I know what you can do about it. Okay, uh, Marcus Thompson, what do you? What can you do about it? You can stop letting him chill for the entire first quarter. This is a formula we've seen all the time, right? Steph, Pat, you know, they double in Steph. So it's like, oh, we got to do our off-ball thing. Hey, you go, Wiggins. You go, Clay. <laughs> you get your one-on-one action. Shot go, Kaminga. Go, Pajemski. You go. Steph gets two shots in the first quarter. Then he sits for seven minutes, right? Like the last three or the last four, you know, somewhere between six and seven minutes. And then he comes back in. He's only got two shots. Offense is struggling. What's going to happen? He's going to chuck threes. He's going to try to make up for the fact that he was out. I don't know why they do this, but to me it's just odd that, especially now considering how Wiggins started the season, how Clay started the season, everybody, every other team is saying, hey, you know what? Let's just take away Steph and see if the other teams can beat us. And the Warriors are like, yes, <laughs> let's let's play into the hands of the other team. It's like, no, to me, especially because he's 35, about to be 36, especially because he's shown that rhythm matters a lot. You might want to start the games getting him going and then let Clay and them eat off of that. Like you can't do it anymore where it's like, oh, we've got we want to create one on one opportunities for these guys. Eh. So does the rest of the league, clearly, because that's what they're doing. You know what? They always want to get Clay going. Always. That's been what they've done forever. But you're right. I mean, this is not the same team. This is not the same Steph. This is not the same situation. Uh, and some and getting Clay hot is not the same as getting Clay getting Steph going because getting Steph going is the best player in the history of the franchise. Going, um, may, you know, maybe they have to adjust that, but. Um, it's it's partly Steph too, though. Like yeah, Steph no, is, is okay with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, it's at least 50% Steph yeah. who, got, who has to say, this is not cool, I'm taking this. The difficult, the, the, the reason why it's a problem is because there's not a team in the league who even if Clay and Wiggins are making the shots, who aren't fine. They're fine. Like, all right, you go guard them and we're good. We're, we're solid with that. We're okay if Wiggins. I remember one 
post up tonight, Wiggins, like I think it was Tyler Hero guarding him. Uh, and, you know, like I think the Warriors like, oh, yeah, you know, Tyler Hero in the post on Wiggins. And he backed him down, got to a good spot, and he did a hook shot that he left like two yeah, feet like, short. short yeah. And it was like Tyler Hero didn't contest it well. It was like it, it was like it was going against like one of their practice coaches. And he just it was way off. And there's been a lot of that this season where Wiggins gets two points where it seems like good offense gets to, you know, how many layups around the rim where like everything to that point in the possession is like, yeah, this is good NBA basketball gets to Wiggins lefty layup with like, that's barely contested. And he just misses. You guys had a trouble feeling the ball. It just feels like, like he just, he gets that. And then his hands just don't operate the way he expects them to, but we know he had the, or used to. Yeah. Yeah. We know he had to slam the car door on his, on his finger. We know he's had some other issues, but that's weird. Like, that's just weird stuff where he's just flipping it wrong. Uh, the last game, he was making those shots, though. You, know, you think, okay, now he's going to start making those shots. And tonight, it did not at all happen. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, again, like, you know, I think tonight they were trying to get Kaminka going. And it was a turnover. And it was another turnover. And it was another turnover. Uh, and since I wrote about it, I'll say it. Like, I wrote, like, they're going to have to try to see if Wiggins and Kaminka can play together. They played one stint, and it was so bad. So, I think I wrote, was it six turnovers in eight, five turnovers in eight possessions, minus seven. Just, yeah. you know, part of the landslide in the second quarter. Those two guys don't, again, I'm not going to make a ruling. You know, we still have to see it over a few weeks if they, if Kirk can tolerate it, but they don't look like they know what the other one's going to do. They don't, I feel like they kind of stand there and like look at each other because they both do similar things. Yet, for the Warriors to be a really good team, you kind of need them both to play it together at some point, and I don't know that they can. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Terms or restrictions apply. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms and restrictions apply. I received a package at my door this week. It was my first home chef delivery. It included some Parmesan chicken with some broccoli with a little orange sauce with it. Probably took me, I don't know, 25, 30 minutes overall to prep and cook. I was actually a little impressed with myself. I went, you know, did the whole recipe, followed all the instructions, made it, had a great dinner. I loved it. My wife loved it. I'd suggest it. Because being able to feast on a delicious meal without the long prep and cook times is what drew me to Home Chef over the other guys. Home Chef's meals are 
effortless even for someone like me who isn't exactly making it on top chef anytime soon and not only is it convenient but it's economical too home chef customers save an average of 86 dollars per month on groceries for a limited time home chef is offering my listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life just go to homechef.com slash plus that's homechef.com slash plus for 18 free meals and free dessert for life homechef.com slash plus must be an active subscriber to receive the free dessert marcus thompson you had a pretty newsworthy uh interview with jonathan kaminga made headlines uh from denver um what is your overall thoughts on him i think what is he he's about 10 games into the starting stint or so which seems like relatively permanent you know Draymond coming back will will hit the dominoes but I think they've tried to really commit to him right as a starter and Wiggins obviously coming off the bench just uh your general thoughts on it all I was talking to him tonight and he it's funny Jonathan Kaminga said he wanted to talk he he wanted to go to the podium because he kind of wanted to own his play tonight he like he wanted to say hey yeah I wasn't very good I own that but you know when you what, 10 points and six turnovers? You, you don't get the podium. Uh, I mean, you can go demand it. You, <laughs> you can go, go demand it. Yeah. I mean, so the that. Raymond Renner at times, especially early in that media window, searching for somebody yeah, to go talk. Yeah. So. He, he was definitely like, yeah, I, you know, I wasn't like he, he was he was trying to own it. To me, this is like the crux of the, of the season. It's like, all right, Jonathan Kamigo wasn't good. So what happens now? Do you let him play through it? Do you, you know, you got Luca coming in. You need to guard Luca. Do you, do you let him work this out or do you not? Does he now like fall out of rotation? To me, I just don't think they're like as good as they can be without Kaminga. So they have to figure out a way to get or get decide that he's not good enough. Yeah, or yeah, or yeah. make and that I, decision. You have to do it by the February. I think you do have to do it by February because he's got this contract extension coming yeah. up. And you can trade him in the, in the summertime, but I think the time to do it is going to be at the deadline. Because do you want to do a whole season where you're not where you're like eh, yeah, maybe this guy, maybe that guy? Uh, it's problematic because I don't know that committing to him is going like, to, he might not be good, but also trading him. Does it, are you helped by trading him? Like this is the stuck thing they're in with, with several players all at that similar position. Again, like it's Clay, Wiggins, Kaminga, them not being good and them giving Kerr these serious questions about where he should play, who he should play them with. How much he should play them, that's the season right there. I think that's the season. That's why we're seeing what's happened. And I think they do have to – Kuminga's the one they have to play because you need to know if he's the guy to keep or he's the guy to trade. But and and they, they have to make that decision pretty me, soon. I think that's why it's critical that you need to start these games saying, what can we do to get stuff going? Like, th- we know what they're going to do, right? Like, in Denver, like, they were running a pick road. Jokic is out at half court just doubling Steph. You know what they're going to do. But if Steph gets going, that creates all the creases for a guy like Jonathan Kaminga. If not, everybody's just standing straight up. Also, like maybe you should start Trace Jackson Davis and not Looney because why is Jokic able to do that? Because they're not guarding. Throw it to him. Throw it to him. Eight feet from the basket, we don't care. And that's another problem with the season. So maybe you need to put someone who's a real diving threat out there. Uh, I kind of think that when Draymond comes comes back, he's not coming in for Kaminga. He's coming in for Looney. I agree. I mean, I would think Pajemski's would be probably a bigger candidate than than Wig or uh, Kaminga. I think Kaminga's a Wiggins. Like, yeah, Wiggins went yeah. to the bench for Kaminga. Now, yeah. but I agree because I mean, didn't we? 
We even learned in the Phoenix game, literally the Phoenix game before Draymond hits Nurkic, coming into the second half, he benches Looney and Wiggins for Pajemski and Kaminga and dr- starts with Draymond. They were going to go speed five up and down the floor. And it was weird. Like Steve even kind of mentioned in post game, like he felt like this was, I mean, it ended up being a lineup turning point for them. What was wild for them was that Draymond then, then it was like at the eight minute mark of the third quarter was like, yeah. I feel like that's what they need to be thinking about. What's the lineup that gets Steph going? Because that's where it all begins. They're just not that good without it. And we've seen the last two games. They were in that Denver game and they could have won that game if Steph was going. But if you just say, all right, Steph, you about to be 36 in a few months, man. Flip that switch. Uh, it's just a wild thing to bank on at this point. He's had some struggle through some Januaries, right? Like January has not been – it's a lot of players. Like it's a hard month because you've driven, 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 and then you look ahead, wait, wait a minute, now I still got four more months of this. Um, it's – we'll see. Especially the way they started, like all these yeah. close games. Yeah, now you got to go. You got to go. That's their problem. I, that's why I think – I mean, I, I don't always like picking on Looney, but it doesn't help stuff. At all, to help Looney out there does not, because you cannot. The pick and roll is not a pick and roll. It's an invitation to a double team. That's all it is, and you don't get the two on one downhill Draymond, you know, thing when it's Looney because he the yeah. defense just doesn't care. So maybe TJD's got to go in there, and then Draymond is in there when he's back, just to get something where the the double on Steph hurts the defense. Right now, it doesn't really hurt the defense because you can't. There's nobody to punish them. Kaminga is who they want to punish them can't really do it right now and sometimes he can certainly doesn't do it to open games how many times have we seen them flat to open games it's like 15-6 every time you turn it on to open the game i guess it wasn't denver was like one time where i thought they and i wasn't even really watching it because that's the 49ers press box so yeah i, I shouldn't even talk about that one because i really didn't watch it um, they, i mean they i think they just played good defense to open that game it wasn't like they were lights out yeah game. um you know and it's you know, they make the starting lineup changes they've committed to, right? Because of the other previous, you know, great starting lineup that crumbled this year was, was bad enough. And like uh, entering tonight, I think they were like a minus 13 and 78 minutes together. I don't know what it was tonight, but it doesn't, I don't think it was in the positive. So it's not like this new committed starting lineup has been playing that well. So yeah. I think Looney's come out of the starting lineup. I mean, I, I just, they've gone a long time and Steve cares about him. Looney, it does important things, but. If you start talking about it through the Steph lens, which you should, because that's this team, it does not help Steph. It just does not help him. And, you know, maybe Sarge wouldn't do it. TJD has his, you know, isn't a perfect player, certainly this young. I think Draymond at center, we'll see with Kaminga at the four maybe, and, you know, whoever, Clay at the three. I don't know exactly how else it works out, but the Steph misses Draymond. Absolutely. But is, does he miss Draymond and Looney? I don't know. It might just be missing Draymond, and then you just try to work it out around there with other wings uh, because Draymond and Looney has not been a good combination. Certainly Draymond and Looney and Wiggins has been a terrible combination. And Steph and Looney isn't the greatest combination. Like, they're just running out of things to try to really get Steph going. And, again, that is the most important. You cannot win a game with Steph you know, not playing well. Can't, you can't do it. Not, not this team. There's no Kevin Durant to go for, for 36. When, and there's no Jordan Poole. I'll say it. There's no Jordan Poole. Oh, uh, yeah. You hear that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's true, though. Like, that's what it is. Like, somebody else. It's true, but uh, were you predicting that? Say, yeah. uh, a big factor, too, is, like, you just, Clay, if he's not making shots, then not only are you not getting stuff off, but you're also not scoring at all. And that is just massive. You, 
You just have to, you, you can't, you just can't bank on that as the automatic. It's not making the defense do anything different. I mean, they were like, all right, Hawkins is like, yo, all right, I'll go. I'll go one-on-one with you. It's fine. And it if, doesn't hurt teams like it used to. If Looney comes out of the starting lineup, is it like DMP territory for him? Steve will always play him, but it's not going to be much. It really, it, I mean. Because I, yeah. he's really doing a lot of times the whole, like, start the start the yeah, half, but, like, him. don't come back. Yep. Yep. Uh, so if you don't start the half, like, do you ever come in? And 14 minutes tonight. Yeah, and I, 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 if I remember correctly, that's just two six to seven minutes since yeah, start the half. You can flip with a TJD early rotation, so, you know, so the you know, TJD comes in, plays six minutes. You give Looney that that one, but you don't close. You don't. Second, yeah, you, can he close the first quarter? Close the first. Yeah, quarter, I mean that's start. kind of the yeah. yeah that's kind of the TJD right now. Sarge TJD that you know depends on. But then now Kerr's playing them together, which again I think that a lot of this is a setup. He's playing them together. Guess what? Maybe you play Draymond at center, yeah. and you play then the, the sub unit, the, the, the second unit is TJD, Saric, Chris Paul. Like that's the foundation for it. I just I can just kind of see what Steve's thinking a little bit. I don't know if it's going to work. Maybe he can't do it, but it just seems to me that if when Draymond comes back, it's going to be mostly at center. It just feels like that to me. And with Steph, just tie him to Steph. When Steph's out of the game, Draymond's out of the game. Because I don't know where Draymond fits in the Steph. I mean, the CP3 Sarich unit. I don't know that he does. So maybe he plays 18 minutes to 26 minutes, depending on, and, you know, and then maybe expands from there only with Steph. And then TJD gets the other minutes with Steph. And you keep Looney kind of in a really limited role. And you have Team Sarich with, with, with CP3. Um, Moses Moody's another guy to talk about. Um, you know, that's two straight games he's. Entered the game clearly out of the rotation, and then Steve Kerr, like middle of the second quarter, has just planted him on the floor. Where in Denver he came in for two minutes, so there was a minus eight. The, the, it wasn't really his fault, but the, his lineup didn't play well. Got yanked, only finished with two minutes tonight. Uh, you got the stats with you. I don't know what Moody ended up with, but but he doesn't enter until like five minutes left in the first half. F- closes the half. He had two blocks. He had the Tyler Hero isolation block. He had a weak side block. I think it was on Hero also, uh, and then. Kind of was out of the rotation again to start the second half, despite being one of their high energy guys in the first half. But then you know they're they're desperate late. He comes back in, and again he was kind of good. He was active. He was getting to the rim. He was like tipping balls. Remember he had that save late. Oh, yeah. yeah, like he just did a lot. And you know it's like he's kind of you would think played his way into a role. But I also understand the the argument against, which is like some like literally somebody has to be the tenth man. Somebody has to be the 11th man. And if you look at the roster, especially when Peyton and Draymond come back, it's like, you know, whoever is 10th, 11th, 12th, you're going to sit there and like nightly, especially on nights they lose, we're going to all wonder, well, what if that guy played more? What if that guy played more? So what's your moody temperature right now? It's tough, man. Like this is one of them nights where it would be like, man, play, play these other guys a little less, but they didn't play that much. Like that is. Well, the minutes he got basically came from play. Yeah, yeah. So, they didn't play that much. So it's like Clay played 25 minutes. So, I mean, Moody was four for eight. You know, uh, he's not shooting the ball from out from three. Not as well as he three, was. Yeah, yeah, 0 for two from three. Three rebounds, two blocks, plus a 10. Wedgie. He had a wedgie. He did have a yeah. wedgie. That's the difference, though. His three, is, if his three ball is not falling, yeah. it, it dramatically changes like his impact. Because, again, those minutes are coming from Clay, and you just got to have shooters on the court. If he's not going to spread the floor, it's, it's going to hurt. But to me, that's part of the difficulty with all these guys. Even when they play well, the other team is like, 
good. Like, all right, let's see if you can keep doing it. It's it's just not the thing that scares other teams. It could end up hurting them in the long run, but it's it's not a steady diet. That that's the difficulty. So I feel like this is probably the best setup right now, where it's like, hey, there's a there's a weakness, there's a hole, there's a guy going off. Like nobody could guard Hakez. <laughs> this is like go throw him at him. But when GP two comes back. That might be his role, yep. so I don't know what I, that I means. think what we're all looking at. It. I mean, I, I think they do need a three for one. Yeah, I mean, two, even two, yeah, two for one would help if you get a good one, but three for one would even help even more. Just make some clear, clear out the clutter. Hopefully, get a guy that defenses have to guard. Get that guy and, and can guard on get a two way forward. Uh, you know, somebody who could draw a double would yeah. be ideal. And, you know, who knows who that is, but and that guy might be the wrong guy, but. You do. You can't go the whole season with Moses Moody. Might play five minutes. He might play zero. He might play twenty, and and then Kaminga might be the same thing. And Pajemski's in there, but maybe he's not. He shouldn't be in there that much. And Chris Paul, maybe you know, like, it's too much. It's too much load. You know, loaded and I think it's on everybody's minds. It clearly was on Kaminga's mind when he talked to Marcus. Uh, I, I think the other players know it, and it's just like not going to get fixed. Like nobody's good. Like, here's a. The, uh, the five guys we're talking about, right? Clay, Kaminga, Moody, Wiggins, and you know whatever Pajemski, Chris Paul. Hey, that's seven, whatever. None of them are good enough to say that guy is in it. He's great. That's it. And the, the Warriors used to have six of those guys. They got one of them now. It's, it's Steph Curry. They need to try to trade three to get another one. That's how that's how this roster fits. They just have too many similarly talented guys who can play well, but they can also be clunkers. And they all and have flaws and strengths. Exactly. And, and some of them overlap too much. Yeah. You know? And the minutes are not – there's not enough minutes to see if each one has it that game. There's just not enough. I think a three-for-one, if they can pull it off, is their way to salvage some of this, is to try to you know take advantage of the talent they've got which they do have, but it just doesn't – there's too much of it to fit into the boxes they've got other than Steph Curry. It just – they don't have it. And, like, who's fixed? Who's got a fixed role on this team? Steph Curry, Clay to an extent. Pajemski now, he's won it. And maybe Draymond when he comes back. And, like, that's it. Maybe. Yeah, and, and I'd say Trace Jackson Davis is going to play. I don't know exactly how many minutes, but, like, he's going to play. But when Draymond's back, I'm not sure Looney's playing very much. I'm not sure GB2 is playing very much. I'm not sure Moody's playing very much. Like you start ticking this off, like then you should just trade some of these guys. Yeah, uh, I mean, one of the issues they'll have though is you know it's still December right now. Uh, they're 15 and 16. And it is kind of a desperate time, and like these these problems are current problems that need to be solved. But in the NBA, these things don't happen now. They happen February 6th, February 7th. And there's just a long time and a lot that might happen before then and a record that might go in a place you don't want it to go. And, like, you know, I think in some ways it would be easier for them if the deadline was next week. It's just not. So, like, I just don't think Masai Ujiri is, like, in a rush to, like, solve the Warriors' issues, you know, essentially, which is what we're talking about. I mean, he's been reluctant to trade anybody, right? (laughs) Fred Van Vliet should have been traded, and he lets him, you know, he walks in free agent. Like, it's going to be tough. These these are difficult, and we know we're talking Ananubi, we're talking about Pascal Siakam, and those two guys could seem to fit. Like, Ananubi, I think, really would fit. A lot of teams. Yeah, I mean, that's why he is what he is. These are pending free agents, so that makes it a little trickier, but it almost makes it easier because, like, you're not committing – $140 $140 million to him. You're just getting him for now and then seeing if he's going to be yeah. worth $140 million. Maybe he walks for nothing. But 
Like they, they got too many players, and it just comes up night after night after night. And like you don't want to throw away, throw them away. You don't want to rot them on a bench. Like it is, Kerr's either got to like just to sit two guys that shouldn't sit because they're good enough not to sit every night. Or he's going to have to like kind of rotate through this, and it's hard. Well, to you, you, know, you know, you were kind of writing about it, talking about it, but one of the problems is sometimes he this season has tried to go. You know what? We're going to nine. Kaminga, yeah. you're out of the rotation against Portland, and then suddenly they're losing to Portland, and it's like, you know, he goes in, plays seven, the last 17 minutes, and now it's like you're starting. We're back. And then it's like, you know, Moody, you're not in the rotation I'm to enter the Sacramento this. game, and then by the end of the Sacramento game, it's like. He needs to be closing. How many times you know? Steve Kerr was like, this guy has to play. Trey Jackson Davis, you know, <laughs> Moody, Kaminga. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you know, and then there's a third rail. There is a third rail. It's Clay. Like, they well, could. He's been yeah. good. Like, like yeah. Clay has had a yeah. good three-week yeah. stretch. Yes. So. Um, <laughs> yes. And they have a contract decision to yes. make on him. And, like, who knows where this is going to go. Um and he's not the only – I'm not saying it's just not Wiggins. Clay. Yeah, Wiggins, Clay. I mean, there's a lot of thorny issues, but that's the one that's got the contract thing sitting there. And he does, like, block Kaminga minutes, Wiggins minutes. Moody, he does. Moody, Moody, really yeah, blocks, Moody minutes. Moody. So, like, you could say, you know what, Clay, you're now going to play 20 minutes a game. <laughs> and, man, there would be repercussions. But – that would solve some of this. It would, uh, but he's probably too good for that. Like he, I mean, I'll just say he's too good to play just twenty minutes. Cause, yeah, like they know. just had a five game win streak, and a lot of the yeah, reason absolutely. it is because like no, he was he, he was hot. He made he some hot. big when, shots. When he's yeah. on. Yeah. It's a game changer for yeah. them. Yeah, and Steve said like, oh, it's really changes is is Clay's shot selection. That's really and that's the fact that Steve keeps saying it means that it was not very good to start the season, which we all know it wasn't. Uh, but he is the thing that blocks a lot of guys. He absolutely is, and his contract is coming up. I think you keep him. I absolutely. I threw that out to you guys. That happened like Clay, Kaminga, Wiggins. What do you do with those three? And I think Marcus. You said you keep Clay, and I, I agree with you for a lot of reasons. But it would be one way to to resolve some of this. It would be, it would be something that would. Really change the dynamic of the rotation, but I don't think they're going to do it either. The, the other, the other one of those things, I, I agree, Clay is one, but Chris Paul is too. Yeah, like that's the other one, and you know, also, especially for what they wanted, also, yeah. but especially for what they wanted, Chris Paul's been good, but it's not good enough. You know, they're fifteen and sixteen, so it's not like he's the difference between you know being in the playoffs and fighting for a playing spot. So at some point, you got to decide, like, yeah, he's been good, but is it the difference? Because that's a lot of minutes right there, too, especially at the end of games where it's like, all right, he's got to play. And they're going two guards, and then you got Clay. So that's three positions where it's like, uh-oh, defensively, oh, yeah. we're, oh. we've got places to attack. So that that's another situation where it's like, all right, if you just put the ball in Steph's hands and take Chris Paul out, but then what would you get Chris Paul for? You know? And then who's the backup point? Absolutely. Who runs a team in the 10 to 12 to 14 minutes that Steph's not playing? Or more than that, actually, 16 minutes and stuff's not playing. I mean, but he's been good. Like, it's not that he's been bad. He's been good. I mean, he had three turnovers tonight. Maybe the Warriors bug is getting to him. He was. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's closely guarded Chris Paul can get into trouble. Um, and, uh, you know, he's kind of like he's 
He's jumps into these jump passes to get rid of the ball. And, you know, Steph does these too, by the way. And they go the wrong guy. But I, I, the Chris Ball thing for sure. But then you got to really believe that Pashemski could be yeah. a, a ball handler, playmaker. And I don't think they're ready to make that. And I can kind of agree. Um, defenses can play off of him. And, you know, he makes smart t- decisions, but he's just not a guy who can just. I think he's fine as long as he can stop doing the hook. It's all he's got. That's all he's got. You know, that isn't a layup or a three-point shot. That's all he's got. He's better utilized as the energy, tipping rebounds, chasing stuff, like trying to get deflections, believing he's like the the energy tank of the team more than like, yeah. He's GP2. That's why the GP2 Pajemski thing is going to be, I think GP2 might not play. Like, I think he really might be a DMP guy. And he's really good. Like, there's value there. But I don't know where he fits in, in, on a team where Brandon Pajemski's playing 34 minutes. And his rebound numbers are inc- – I was looking at some of this stuff. Yeah. It's no, like it, – it's, it, it's like they are – they're the number one rebounding team in the league. The freaking number one reason is Pajemski because they, like, get 57% of the rebounds when Pajemski's on the floor. No, Trace right. Jackson Davis is, like, 54% of the rebounds when he's – like, those two guys, that's why they're – in these games, not this one, but in these games against really good teams is because they're the number one team rebounding team in the league and they're number one because of those two guys. It ain't because of Andrew Wiggins. You know, it's not, it ain't because it's uh, Kaminga. So okay, we're just talking through this over and over. Like they got too many guys. And GP2, I just don't think GP2 is going to play unless like it's, you got to go guard that guy. De'Aaron Fox is going off. Go guard him. Like that's it. Every game tonight would have been uh, uh, Tyler Hero. Jamal Kane. Go Jamal get him. Go get Jamal, Jamal Kane. Kane. <laughs> uh, like this is, is yeah, this is uh, tricky. This is tricky. We're see, we've seen it all season. You know, let's. I mean, Clay Wiggins and coming have been good enough to where you can just say it. that's the, that's the big. I've said it at the start. I'll say it again. They they had every chance to be really good this season. Some people would say Kaminga has been. He's had less, a really less good chance, but he's got yeah. a chance now, and 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 it's not happening for those guys. We can explain it in a lot of different reasons. I think they're all very talented, but that's everything comes from there. They don't have those baked in four guys. They're the guys we're riding with. It Steve wants it to be that way. He played it that way a lot, and it just hasn't worked. Yeah, he's done a lot <laughs> of stuff that Steve normally wouldn't do. Like he's done a lot. I mean, I'm just looking at. It. I forgot. I keep forgetting Wiggins is coming off the bench. It's just like you just forget he's playing 25. He's getting shots, but he's coming off the bench. Like Steve has done a lot for a rookie. Yeah, for, for the idea that he's starting a rookie and this guy's guaranteed 25 minutes a night. Like, and might be starting another rookie at some point. at some point. It's coming. So yeah, it's that just tells you how wild this season is that. I mean, Steve, well, they, they lose this bet, terrible game and two rookies go to the podium and Steph doesn't. Like, it's just interesting, right? I mean, again, no, no Draymond. Clay went up. Uh, but when have they done that? Like, this really could be a weird time for the for this season, for this franchise. And they put two rookies up there and two rookies who are going to be fine at the podium. They know they're going to be fine at the podium. Uh, pretty interesting. You know, it's just a different feel to this. You're not putting Wiggins up there, right? We know that. You know, Looney talked yesterday. Like it's just, it's an interesting thing. I thought this would have been a good Chris Paul night. It would have been. Just, would have been. Yeah, I was thinking that too, but I don't know that Chris had was that that much interest in going to the podium. So, um, 
and Steph clearly just, you know, they, 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 he, he talks so much. It's understandable when he doesn't talk. But we notice, like we notice when it doesn't happen. We good? Yeah, we good. Extra voice, but we almost didn't do a voice plus minus this week. We thought about it, but we just decided we're just too committed to this. We're just going to keep going. All 82 after the Mavericks. Yeah, because Marcus Thompson will be the guest. Will Marcus Thompson be the guest? Luca took a day off to prepare for the Warriors. (laughs) Rest up for the Warriors. Take a day off tomorrow. You need to rest up for your Warriors All 82 appearance Saturday night. I'm with it. Okay. Talk to y'all Saturday. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.